What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Putting In Work Overtime, episode four. That's some different music you're hearing on this bonus episode powered by Audio Technica. I've decided to start this new series. I've actually done a few episodes in the past, but just kind of given it a name now. Overtime will basically be extra content for you guys, bonus episodes to run alongside the normal full length interviews that I do every week. A lot of the time they will be previous guests from the show who have a new project to promote and I want to do that for them and bring that to you guys or just mini interviews that don't fit with what I'm normally about on the show. And this one is a little different from that because it was meant to be a full episode, but uh, recording at Supernova in this really loud room, the audio wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. I didn't think it was good enough to put out as the only content for the week. So rather than letting it sit on my computer and go to waste, I want to give it to you guys as a bonus episode. And also because the person that I interviewed is too talented to let it go to waste. It's Aaron Zek, a voice actor known from the Rooster Teeth animated series Ruby. She plays Blake. And we had a really good conversation about why that show's so good, how it kind of came out of nowhere for her and the challenge of breaking from I guess the rooster teeth world into the world of Hollywood, which is a different ball game altogether. So I hope you enjoy the show. Here it is, Overtime with Aaron Zek. How are you finding Supernova so far? Oh, I love it. I've been three, oh, this will be my third time, I think. It's been really great. I really enjoy Australia. Yeah. yeah. Three years ago when I first came here, I actually, I was living in Texas. Uh, I was still a barista. I was doing voice work uh, for Ruby. But it was just like the first season or so. Okay. Um, and once I, after I came here, I, I realized like, holy crap, this is what I need to be doing full time with my life. I can't do that in Texas anymore. I actually met my current boyfriend here as well. Huh. And so it's, it's been really like life changing actually, which is really kind of silly, maybe, yeah. that a convention can do that. That's but, um, pretty cool. Yeah, so since then I've moved to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and I'm still with that boyfriend and I, I do voice acting full time now. I've got it's, and, and uh, TV film acting as well. And it's, yeah, it's been yeah. a It's crazy. <laughs> so let's go back a little bit and kind of, I guess people know you from Ruby and yeah. the Rooster Teeth work, but what was it that got you to the point that you were on their radar to, to do that work? I was actually friends with Rooster Teeth. I went to school with a bunch of the, the new inductees, like the, the Brandon, Kyle, um, Aaron, uh, Miles, all those people. Lindsay, I actually went to school with them. Um, and I've always been in theater and in um, acting and singing classes and that kind of thing. Um, and Monty was working on it, Ruby, and like, had this idea of it and wanted to bring it to life. And for Blake, he was weirdly like methodical about it, where Blake was a character that he didn't exactly know 100% what he wanted to do with, so it was kind of like a mystery to him. And he and I were friends, but we didn't know each other that well, so I was like a mystery to him as well. So he was like, I want you to play this character, because I think you can both find it really well. Yeah. So was that just based on their experiences knowing you as a person yeah. or seeing stuff that you've worked on he, in the past? He knew me as a person, um, knew that I was an actress by, I guess, hobby. Yeah. And just he, he just has this an intense way of just knowing people are going to do things mm. and knowing that people are going to do great things. So I think he saw something in me and it was like, this is this will be your, your platform, this is your push. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Had you done anything apart from, was it 
high school productions? Like, what have you done before that? Yeah, I went to a musical theater high school called Mesa, the Northeast School of Arts in San Antonio. Um, so my entire like upbringing was musical theater, uh, stage, doing choir, that kind of thing. So I'd always done that. Um, but in college, I, uh, I did. I was tired of musical theater and hearing people sing all the time. So I, I went into journalism. But yeah, I've always been in. The, the creative arts. Yeah. And did you know how big Ruby was going to be when you I had no idea. I, I was actually studying abroad when we did our first table read, and I had to do a uh, Skype. I Skyped in to do the table read, and the whole time I was like, "Boring." <laughs> that was time, like Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah, he's lovely. He's a nut. Um, the whole time. I was thinking, like, this is going to be a really fun side project to do. It's just a little fun thing to, like, work on and yeah. maybe have an outlet for creativity that I, I, I want. Um, and it just blew up. Yeah. And what did that mean for you? Like, like I'm assuming that it, it made you somewhat of a celebrity amongst a certain part of the internet, at least. Yeah, it was, it was really strange. I mean, luckily, it's been a slow and steady um, Grown popularity, so I haven't been like thrown in the face. Sure, <laughs> Michael. <Rhythm. laughs> um. Carolina, thanks, guys. <laughs> um, and Anjali, uh, they're in Overwatch. Yeah, just some Overwatch um, voice actors. Um, but interrupting. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> so it was it was a really slow, uh, gradual crawl, which is really nice. So I haven't been like completely overwhelmed by it. Mm. Um, but it is kind of odd now to like walk around places and occasionally get recognized, or especially at conventions where people are like so excited to meet you. And I'm like, I'm just so lame. You have no idea. But thank you. I'm glad that you think that I have some value to yeah. this uh, industry. It's probably a cool thing where um, the people that you want to recognize you because they're fans do, but you can still be somewhat anonymous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I definitely, the only times I've really gotten, like, recognized in, in, like, real life have been maybe 10 to 20 times in the past five years. Um, so it's it's pretty, it's nice to have my personal life be personal. I'm completely anonymous. <laughs> but you have, you have done some live action stuff. Um, I do. Just looking at your IMDb, there was, like, oh, a Lethal gosh. Weapon appearance. Yeah, I, I was in Lethal Weapon, the TV show, for, like, a hot second. Um, I actually know the director. Oh, cool. So he was like, can you just do this thing? Yeah, Is sure. that something that you have to do some more of? Oh, I'd love to. Um, I've, I've just gotten my uh, my live action agent. I've had a voice acting agent for a while, but I'm now starting to slide into more um, on-camera work. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's cool. So, what do you think it is about Ruby and, I guess, the character you play that has given you some uh, longevity over those, like, since you started? I think it's an incredibly relatable show. There are so many characters, and there are so many different, like, all of the characters are so different, but they all have very relatable issues. Um, like, Blake, although I'm sure many people aren't out there, like, fighting a huge, like, corporation and, and um, cult group or, or what have you, but um, having to stop and realize that your past is, is something you can't really just run away from. And to just kind of deal with your, your personal battles in a more healthy way. And um, hopefully 
more in the um, the relationship aspect as well. It's, it's, I'm hoping, like, we'll see. Um, and then, like, with Jean having to go through grief and wife being the heiress, but being put in this position where she's she's realized, like, this isn't the life that she wants, and everyone around her is just a horrible person, horrible people. And changing that for the better, and then Ruby having to grow up as a as it will just grow up because she's still very much a child. Um, yeah, I think it's just an incredibly relatable show, and it, it intertwines that with a lot of like fun action sequences and just a really beautiful overarching story. So, as someone that you studied with the different types of theater and creative work. Was there an adjustment to voice acting in itself? Had you done any of that Oh my kind gosh, of there before? was. <laughs> Especially considering Blake was the first voiceover character that I ever did. And she's got such a monotone, like, very level voice, a lower register as well. It was ridiculous trying to, like, talk as her and still be really interesting um, and, and not. Like, it, when I first listened back to the, the first time we did it, it's totally, like, not believable whatsoever. It's awful. Um, so I had to re-record maybe two or three times just to make sure it worked. But it was definitely initially a challenge. But I was always that kid who could, like, read books aloud and be very dramatic with it and that kind of thing. Um, Blake definitely, like, immediately just punched me in the face for, like, being... Uh, a character and a believable character like that. So okay. it's easy peasy now. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Having done that for, for a while now, to be found that it's improved you in other aspects of acting? Now that the, my career has been more focused on, on acting and especially voice acting, I've been more critical of watching shows and hearing accents and and all kinds of things. Like, even here, I have to make sure that I sound American because I definitely just slip into accents so easily. And I sound like such a dickhead for it. But I can't help it sometimes. Yeah, no, I, I definitely... I don't know. It's, it's not really changing any aspect of, like, my daily life or anything like that. But I, I have become much more aware of what everyone else is doing in the industry as well instead of just doing what I do. Sure. Do you find that in your work, you kind of, you know, you work your way into a circle, you're in the Rooster Teeth family, and, you know, you've done some Red Vest School as well. Is it then a matter of trying to break out of that into a, a larger circle, yes. I guess, Hollywood in general? Yes, it is. And what's that like? Um, very hard. <laughs> it's, it's hard because all um, niches of entertainment have, well, they have their niches. So the dubbing for anime has their people that they really like to go to. The Nickelodeon has people they like to work with. Even just looping something called Walla, they have their own people. So it's it's really difficult to break into like fully to be like a famous voice actress kind of thing versus just doing little gigs here and there. So what's the? I mean, I don't know what you've got coming up next, but. There's networking with the people here at conventions, and you know we've just seen the Overwatch people walk past. Like, yeah. Do they have? Do you find they've got advice that helps with that kind of thing? Um, I think we're all kind of doing the same thing. We're yeah. all struggling together. Yeah. Um, I can't say that I've really like, tried to network. I don't really like that word so much, as because it, I, 
I don't like feeling like I'm coming into something with the intent of like yeah, getting a job. I'd rather be here and make friends, and if we want to help each other, then we help each other. Instead of that really false feeling of just like, I'm going to use you to do this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I do appreciate coming to, to conventions and meeting new people, because you, you can do stuff together where you learn to like each other. Um, yeah, I, I, especially with voice actors, I feel like we're all kind of, we've either made it or we're all struggling. Yeah. There's no so, real in between. Yeah. It, it, it does seem like you see a lot of the same names pop up yeah. all the time, you know? Yeah. I def- I've definitely been to convention with a lot of these people already. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so what would be the hardest part of getting to where you are at the moment? I flew here. I don't know. It all just kind of fell into place. Yeah. It just it the right thing came along and happened and I just let it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very much of the idea that everything is it's luck and then backed by talent. So you can get lucky and yeah. nothing happens from it. But if you're talented and also lucky. It's unfortunate that luck plays a lot yeah. into it, but it does. I feel like I hear that a lot. It's, it's, it comes up a lot. Yeah. Um, especially in, in this Yeah, industry, it's a horrible piece of advice. Get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So what would be your advice advice to people, maybe from a practical perspective? Uh, be open about new challenges. Um, if you meet someone who wants to work on a project with you and you are required to do something that you've never done before or you're not sure how to do it, just do it. Because yeah. you'll... No one knows what they're doing. Yep. So it's better to learn and make mistakes together than to just not do anything because then you're you yeah you you can't grow if you don't try. Sure. That's great. So the last question I've got for you, Aaron: uh, If you could do anything and know that you couldn't fail, yeah, what would you do? <laughs> oh crap! Crap! Meet Lucy Lawless. <laughs> Everyone, I'm, I'm sure everyone's answer is just like, I wish I could fly. Yeah. If no, you keep coming to these conventions, you're going to run into her eventually. Um, get a, get, if I could go up against uh, Jennifer Lawrence for a movie role, and I yeah, <laughs> and I wouldn't fail at that. That's what I would do. Awesome. Sorry, Jennifer, it's my turn now. It's your turn. We've all got the new queen. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. Thank you for listening and thanks to Audio Technica. You can find today's guest on Twitter at Aaron Zek, A-R-R-Y-N-Z-E-C-H. Check her out on Ruby, R-W-B-Y. If you like the show, leave a review in iTunes. That would help a lot. And remember, there will be a full-length putting in work episode. As usual, out Thursday Australian time. You can follow me on Twitter at Johnny himself. And until next week, keep putting in work.